What up? Welcome back to Life's a Podcast. Today, I am joined by a, a person who is very near and dear to my heart. I would like to welcome to the show the lovely Miss Anna Pitney. Anna, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Quite an honor to be here. Very excited. Yeah, this is a this is a show that I've been wanting to do for a while, and uh, glad to make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, first off, Anna, it's good to see you. I wish I, I got to see you this semester. Um, it sucked that you were abroad. Funny enough, uh, being abroad this year or this semester, right, wasn't really like the best experience, I'd say. So you were you went abroad for the the semester, or, you know, wanted to go abroad for the semester, right? Um, do you mind just yes. like tell us about it a little bit, like where you went? Um, and what it was like, I guess, amidst this whole shit show. Yeah, it was it was a really crazy time. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was amazing. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, but I went to, I started out in London, England, and I was supposed to go to Paris all of April. It was kind of a weird program. Mine's like a little bit different from most, where the semester was actually divided up into three six-week blocks oh wow! and yeah it's really cool because you can each block you could go to a different city if you wanted you could go to you could go all three in one place so you picked that before you went on the trip i assume yes yeah you have to apply to like each place so i was doing two in london and then one in paris my last one in paris um and it was really great i never got to go i mean i got to visit paris which was kind of lucky i'm glad i decided last minute to go like before Mm -hmm. i actually was supposed to travel there because i didn't actually end up getting to study at all there but um yeah it i wasn't really studying anything in specific like specifically it was but most of my classes consisted of um like government political science but yeah Hmm. it was really great i should have coming home actually this friday i would have been flying back from Paris. So oh, that's wow. kind of sad, but So what what day exactly did yeah. you come home? Um I came back I think at the very end of March. I can't remember exactly what okay. day, but All right, so right when everything yeah. else was kind of hitting the fan. And did you like yeah. do the um the 14 day like didn't leave your room thing? Oh yeah. You... Okay. Yeah, I didn't leave my it wasn't like that intense because my family had come to visit me. The like okay, literally so yeah, that week. Were... So we were all just kind of in the house together. Um, okay, that's nice at least. But I, yeah, I did quarantine, but just like in my house, it wasn't anything intense, gotcha. like putting up plastic in my room or anything. But yeah, <laughs> oh, barricading you off. Yeah, it was really sad. Well, yeah, yeah it really I, that, sucked. It sucks. It sucked even worse for me too because I was quarantined for the two weeks because I got back from Europe, and then right when I was going to be able to go out got quarantined so i've been in mm. quarantine for so long and it's yeah it's been a real bummer but yeah yeah it's uh not the best um so yeah, I, I assume no plans to try to redo this whole abroad experience uh, in, in the spring or in the fall next year well i mean i would if i could but the like tuition or the scholarship only covers okay. one study abroad i am gonna try and go i applied to go to amsterdam in january okay so if it's open 
maybe I'll get there. But I could see that being yeah. open by then. I'm not sure. I I, I have no so. idea. Yeah. But I remember like thinking like, who knows? Right whenever this was kind of going down in March, like thinking of you and like all the a couple other abroad people being like, oh shit, like how are they? Yeah. And I, I remember being like glad that um, I guess the country closed so late. Obviously, I wish it was closed earlier. But I was like, oh my friends, cool, they get to come back. Like, um, yeah. I know. I was I excited. Know. I was like, "Oh, I can go visit Wofford people when I get out." Yikes. But yeah, by that time, everyone and you didn't want to come back home. to the campus. Though. Yeah. That whole like that whole week or even two weeks before, everyone was just like, "It's it's happening," or like those who were yeah. like, "Oh, it's all a joke and a scam." Like it was just a negative environment that it sucked. Yeah. Um, but I it's good to that. good to have you back on U.S. soil. I guess I wish I could like see you in person, yeah. do the show in person. But I know, me too. It's okay. One day. Very, very soon, Maybe hopefully. I am. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I just, yeah, I don't know. I remember, like, we, I, I talked about this in a different episode. I went to Italy for January and we yeah, got back. I was going to come visit to, y'all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. We had that planned. But it didn't work out. Tough. Um, <laughs> like, two days before the country shut down, we actually we got home. So it was right before the door, door closed on Italy. And I don't know. Like I remember. Like, like so. What what day exactly did you fly out to England? Because like I can't imagine you were feeling too great about it. Oh, I mean, honestly, I've told everybody this. Like I've been skeptical. Other people that went abroad because like my program started so early. Like it started. Oh, okay. I think I flew over there January sixth. Oh, yeah, that's so right. I got okay, like yeah, a good, good yeah. two months in. All right, that's good. Yeah, I mean, and then some like. I had another friend that Wofford that studied abroad in Chile and she got sent home did like, and she got there in February and got sent home by like, so she had only got really two weeks abroad while oh, I got like just, two months. So I really am lucky. And I did a lot of traveling while I was there in Europe. Cause I was in Europe. It's so easy to go to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So I really am so lucky to have been in the program. I was and, been able to do the things I was able to compared to some other people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it did Best case scenario, course. really. I mean, for what it, it yeah, was. It, what it was, yeah, exactly. Um, so I do feel bad for a lot of other people because, I mean, I don't even think Chile had anything, any cases at that point, but they still just, like, kicked every... I don't every, blame them, though. Yeah, exactly. It was just, like, preemptive stuff. But hmm. London was, or Europe... It was just insane. Yeah, it was, very it was bad. I get it. Yeah. So. All right. Um, yeah, it was good. Catching up. I actually didn't know like the full details of when you came back. So it's good. I actually learned something. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, you want to, um, I don't know. I say we, we talk about some things. We, we plan a little bit of this before the show, but um, Anna and I have a, a pretty good bond in, in music. I think it's kind of yeah. a nice root in our friendship, right? Yes, um, of course. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, Kanye West, if you're cool with that. Always. Um, the very Anytime. controversial man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anna and I are big fans of Kanye West, so I think I just lost all of my four <laughs> viewers, uh, or listeners. You <laughs> for that. me. Um, it's okay. People who, people who know me know that I'm a, I'm a big Kanye guy. I'm not a big rap person. I'll say that before we even get into this. Um, it's, uh, it's a very specific thing that I need to, like, a grass bat and I'll explain it later, but uh, I have a huge appreciation for Kanye and um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I'll leave the floor to you or if you want me to kick things off, but um, I just have so much I could say about him. I mean, he's, everyone has their own opinion on him. He's like one of the most famous oh, yeah. people in the world. Like, um, all right. Well, kind of, all right, what did you guy, think yeah. of, what did you think of Jesus as King? The most recent and his whole, what do you think of this whole thing? Like that's the thing that, you know, is the most recent. Like, yeah. I have my thoughts on it and I don't want, I want to hear yours. Well, I, I mean, like I've been a Kanye fan since I was in elementary school. So I do love him, but I, I also kind of look at his music and what he's doing with music, secular, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Like, I don't really think about all the other stuff that he's doing with, like, politics and religion as much, because um, I think it still has a lot of meaning even without all that stuff. So Jesus is King, you know, I don't play it in the car all the time like I do his other stuff or like I have to be in kind of a mood (laughs) and a lot of the songs I'm not really they aren't really on repeat um for me but he came out with uh I don't know if you know this or if this was big for other or like popular but um he came out with a movie before that's he right released yeah, yeah i remember that I remember, you were going, hey, okay. come. I remember you invited me to go see it i oh, couldn't, yeah, I couldn't I for some you. reason i can't remember why but bros before hose you ditched me for all your i'm sorry friends it's okay it's okay i still love you it's fine <laughs> but no i drove i'm glad you didn't come because <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, lo- I, I loved the movie because it's really cool and you got to hear a lot of the songs that came out um before they came out obviously but we drove like an hour there because it was only playing at certain IMAX theaters. And right. the movie that. was only like 30 minutes long. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just, then me and my friend that came with me were just like, what the hell? We drove an hour there, an hour back. But it was really beautiful and it had some really great cinematography. Anyway, sorry, I'm kind of getting off. Jesus. No, you're good. No, no, I lo- I forgot about that um, movie completely. So yeah, thank you for it's like yeah. I think this whole thing, the Jesus is King and the movie and his like transformation spiritually is like the yeah. most Kanye West thing ever. Like it right, right? it in a way is Especially shocking. Here. Um yeah. but like also it's not at all. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's yeah, I think I'm in the I same boat it. as you. Like I, I definitely was excited for it and was just like curious because like I've I've been in love with Kanye ever since like middle school and like or even no not even like grade school I remember uh, graduation was like the first yeah. album I heard by him mm-hmm. like second grade listening to Stronger being like this fucking rips yeah. I didn't say that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> like sorry. like so he's been a part of my life you know I didn't really get to love him love him until like high school but um yeah so I was excited for it and it's just um. Yeah, it it doesn't do it for me. It's it's mm-hmm. I under I understand what he's trying to go for, and I get it, and I really do appreciate it. Like from you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I believe his transformation is a yeah. wholehearted thing. I don't think it's a front. Um, how genuine mm-hmm. is it? Like, who knows? Because it's Kanye. Like, but um, yeah. I just it it felt just like almost a little bit like too much like i almost would have appreciated like if it was like an ep of like four songs of this little like unannounced kind of just like this is what i'm doing but like also like kanye doesn't do unannounced things like he is the king of delaying albums and whatever (laughs) 
So I, I, I don't know. I wish it. That, yeah. I don't know. Like, there was a lot of songs I could have done without that I wouldn't have missed. And I re- listening to some of the things in the Sunday services he has, I'm like, why didn't he include more of those? Those, I feel like, were just so much cooler and, like, I think yeah, it could have been a little bit, a little bit more on brand. I feel like it could have yeah. been better. Yeah, I mean, it's it, some of his albums for me, like, a lot of the songs are kind of hit or miss. He doesn't really have, like, not every album he's ever put out for me, even though I'm a gr- huge fan. Like, there's only a select few that I can really put on and let all the songs play and not be unhappy with any of them. So, okay. I mean, it's kind of this kind of the same thing, but yeah, a lot of them are not really my vibe. Not, not something I play. Very yeah, much. I, I don't think I've played it since the fall when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I, I don't it's really just... reach for it at all. But you know, we take what we can get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, like I I was at a point in my life like I remember, like with Kanye, and I really I really got into rap music in in eighth grade ninth grade in high school so this was like 2013 and uh it was like pretty much like post Jesus coming out and okay. like that's kind of where i look at his career and this is actually something that i thought about earlier I, I forgot to write this down um i think kanye's career post Jesus, and for those that don't know like Jesus is his album after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy the critically acclaimed mm-hmm. um album that i want to get into later we'll get into later but yeah. uh yeezus has just um it kind of was a letdown just i think you know my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like there was no going up from there um mm-hmm. but the sound and the delivery and and the way it, i guess the it was conveyed and, and i and just some of the songs in general and the messages like it was just a little bit too much Kanye, if that makes any sense, like uh-huh. there's a song called "I Am a God," and it, it's just like <laughs> this like self promotional song essentially. Um, and yeah, just a lot of w- very weird sounds. I don't know if you're seeing any of the memes um, coming out of Elon Musk's son, uh, how he's got that like oh, computer yeah. thing. Uh, someone, someone said like Elon Musk's kid is going to be sounding like this coming out of the womb, and it's like the ending of. Um, like or the beginning of guilt trip that like very techno like yeah. pulsing like that's how he's the kid's yeah. gonna sound because he's got like a computer name. <laughs> it's his first words. Um, so it's kind of a meme album. Like it's just and you know the the music video to Bound Two. Have you seen that? Yeah, with Kim um, Kardashian on the motorcycle. Yeah. Like I mean, it's like it, it was very polarizing, but like not in a good way. And I categorize his career as like pre and post Jesus because like that's oh, okay. when I don't know like the music always was just at least for me maybe i i just didn't really grow up with um release dates of kanye's other albums so i don't really mm-hmm. know this from personal perspective but like yeah um everything from life of pablo to uh jesus is king if you remember the the title of jesus is king is supposed to be like yandi or whatever and it was supposed to come out like yeah. a year before jesus is so like it was like a lot of just yeah. delayed and kind of just I don't know, a lot of bullshit post Jesus and even with Jesus, mm-hmm. I felt like with that. So I don't know. I almost sometimes like will sit and wonder like, would Kanye have been better off if he like almost in a way like took the the Jay-Z route and like made like four or five great albums? Cause before Jesus, he had I mean, of his own albums, he had 
five technically but they also had watch the throne um mm-hmm. it's like five and a half just, yeah make five count. albums kind of like jay-z did five really good albums and then kind of just like tail off and like do bigger things because he can like mm-hmm. what's the last time you heard a jay-z hit like that was yeah. new like he had that album exactly. that like the magna carta album in like 2012 or whatever like mm-hmm. and that and wasn't even 444 really was kind of big but i think he really stifled himself with the whole title thing like him and beyonce yeah. making titles so exclusive i think that kind of ca- i don't know so like i i just feel like jay-z his name and what he is is like bigger than and like you know yeah their production companies it's bigger than him i don't know i i almost feel like but also like some of kanye's i think some of his best stuff is post Jesus as well like the life of pablo is like one of my favorite albums by him yeah it was a great album it was like delayed a year and a half and i remember waiting like as a kid being like fuck this like yeah. why can't you release this album but, like, <laughs> when it did come out like i have some of my best memories of um of oh, my yeah. life like listening to that album but i don't know i i, I feel like he like so almost like kind of just going out on the high note like with the yeah. uh, my beautiful daughter was a fantasy because like i think he's just like now whenever you take a step back you look at his whole thing and like you're just like whoa like what the mm-hmm. hell? Because everything just post Jesus is like, it's the album Yay, which kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like a decent album. Like I like it. Um, yeah. it's very underrated. Super it's good. it's fine. It's whatever. Um, Kids see ghosts with Kid Cudi. Like that's I think an awesome album. But like again, mm-hmm. under the radar a bit. I th- I don't know yeah. how. Or, you know, it is just in my mind. Like Life of Pablo was way bigger than those two. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then Jesus yeah, is King. So like, like, I don't know. A, a lot of these albums, I f- think he's trying to kind of replicate what I feel because with Life of Pablo, I think with he delayed it a lot, and then it came out, and everyone obsessed over it. It was incredible. I it's one of my favorite albums personally. I really love Life of Pablo. Um, and then he was constantly like making tweaks to it, and um, I don't know. I feel like he's tried to do kind of the same thing. And maybe I'm just like making stuff up. Maybe oh, this is not too, what he's yeah. trying to do at all. But it seems and like he's trying to do that I think, over and over I think again. Kanye is one of the more self-aware, non-self-aware people in the world. Like he, yeah. he in That's a way a is just so worried about himself and what is, I guess, his image and like the public perception. All while I don't think not really being able to like handle it really well. Um, like he's yeah. not the best person i think for fame uh, but also mm-hmm. he's like one of the best like because <laughs> yeah he's a weird dude um, but, like, and out. even just little things like um his like tweets before albums come out like if you remember like i remember seeing a tweet i didn't look this up before the show i should have um before life of pablo came out and he like he said like this is a gospel album i think or mm-hmm. he said something yeah. like it's a spiritual album and then people just like added him with the uh the line about the the asshole bleaching and like like are you yeah. sure man? like um, <laughs> know, like just stuff like that like he kind of just gets in his own way sometimes yeah um, he reminds me a lot of donald trump where like <laughs> maybe his mind is just like 10 feet ahead of his mouth where he'll say yeah. stuff and then like doubles back on it and never like goes back and be like oh yeah i guess i wasn't being completely honest or it's funny to look back and like i said the song i am a god is there 
and it's like you know it's, it's it's repeated lines of him saying i am a god i am a god <laughs> and it's this like crazy creepy beat and it's like screams and it's it's some trippy shit and then there's the whole gospel album that he has. So, like, I, I like to think, like, what the hell? Because, like, Kanye is a big part of my life. Like, I'd like to think that I might show him to my kids when they're old enough. What the hell is little Junior going to think of whenever he pops on the whole Kanye West, West discography? And he's like, what? Like, I, I, it's just, <laughs> I think if you didn't grow up in it, like, it's just going to be, like, super confusing. and. Oh, yeah, it won't make much sense, especially because I remember after he came out with Yeezus, he went through this whole big thing where he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After he just made that whole album where he's like talking about how he's God and then he makes Life of Pablo like a year later or whatever. And it's all it about three years later, actually. Or yeah, three. Who, yeah, who, yeah. Well, it had been done. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. timeline, <laughs> But he's an interesting dude and his life you can see a lot of his life um like kind of interwoven his music For sure. yeah makes it and like releases it it's all it's all very interconnected so it's hard to imagine what the future kids that are listening to him are yeah. gonna think like, i can't imagine if i came into kanye west like if you were so um one of my beautiful artists of fantasy came out it's a fucking mouthful to say, by the way, that whole album title. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when that came out, it was 2010. So we're 10 and 11 years old. Like that was like the first album. Mm -hmm. Like I remember all the lights play being played everywhere, like stuff like that. All like time, that yeah. was like the album, right? Mm -hmm. What are, what are you, what's your perception of Kanye West as a 10 year old right now? I think he's more meme than he is artist. If oh, anything, I like sure. do do kids ten years younger than us like think of him, or is it is he just kind of in the past now? Is he ten years too old? Like, are there just so many new rappers to this point, and has he not put yeah. out an album that's like big enough to where he's yeah. not going to be like cemented with the Drakes and all that? Like, is Drake now the new? I, mean, I could go on for about Drake. I, I'm not a big Drake guy at all. Um, Me that's a hot take, but. I don't I, okay. I well, quick tangent. I'm just gonna say I think Drake's a sellout completely. Me too. Yeah, girl. That's why I like you. That's why I knew I loved you. God, Anna. that's the biggest garbage piece ever put out, and it's like number three on the charts right now. Like, yeah. Oh my okay, god. I anyway, will say yeah. he's got he has some good stuff, but like, oh, he I, does for I feel like it's it's like just there's lack of genuine. Yeah, I guess feeling so and and personal so connection funny. with a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah. Anyways, back to Kanye. Uh, back to another <laughs> controversial, <laughs> controversial artist. Um, and uh, fuck, what was I even saying? Oh yeah, like so. What what are you thinking right now? If like you're 10, 11 years old, like is he is that even like crossing the brain of of a ten year old? Like I don't like I don't think so. I'll be honest and like because rap I mean, is one of those music it's like one of those genres that like is so um relatable to our generation and like this time period of like where we need everything new and recent and um it's like almost a, a thing of like technology where like there's like a lack of depth and like appreciation i think in a lot of things and and that's why you have kind of just like 
dumb songs like Tuzi Slide coming out that are that are huge. And not to say that there wasn't those songs when we were growing up. I just think there was like more projects and like legitimate mm-hmm. like um well thought out kind of like like this the classic like this the um rock opera thing or like the the sergeant pepper thing yeah. like underlying tones of like meaning um not to get like all poetic but like i i think <laughs> that that's what the the music world wants right now is just like surface level crap give me the dances give me the tiktok shit like yeah i don't know um so is your question like what can you repeat that with like yeah i don't okay. <laughs> oh, sorry about that but like no, yeah you're good. What's what like what if you're like 10, 11 years old, like what's your perception of Kanye West? Like, I mean, when I think back to when I was 10 and, you know, listening to or whatever age I was listening to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I feel like Kanye had the same sort of meme status in a way, maybe not as huge, but like he had just done the whole thing with the I'm gonna let you finish Taylor. Yeah. Um, and then like his one of his tour I forget what tour it is. Oh my god. But he had like a Jesus coming on stage. Um, I don't know. It might have been the runaway tour. So I feel I and like he was kind of just a crazy he was punching photo- like yeah. the paparazzi. But there was also music with that. There was like That is true. He was going back like he had like uh graduation and then 808s and then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and then watch the throne like there was like a, a a four or five year window where he had like four albums that like were all like holy shit like this is some this is some good music Crazy. like they were all yeah. they all had their place they're all very different but like mm-hmm. watch the throne was like one of the like craziest i still remember that to this day like when that came out being just like oh my god like this this is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I like, yeah, I agree. Like there's a, there was a, a meme still with him, but like, yeah, I, I don't know I if think... the, the music is sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it will probably be different for people now, like for like a little kid now that doesn't really know about that stuff because he, I think Kanye is like kind of embraced the meme that. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. part of him. Like he puts it in his music uh Definitely. you know his twitter like you he can't that be song, that uh, you remember lift somewhere. yourself the poop yeah scoop. so it was yeah, literally like, just a big troll like i think he's definitely he kind embraced, of embraced it for sure. that and so may and like he's also brought branched off to do you know fashion and yeah doing sunday gospel yeah, that's been and, really successful for him i gotta give him credit for that like that. oh yeah it's been insane like, um that's imp- it's impressive how like mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say groundbreaking. It sounds cheesy, but like, yeah, influential like, from like the back burner. Mm-hmm. He's been on like, uh, like his 808s and heartbreaks. Like, if you like, yeah, that album's not as big, but like the whole auto tune era mm-hmm. really yeah. was like a huge influence for him. Crazy. And like, main like, rappers like Drake and Future have come out and said like and quoted exactly. like that that album like gave them the platform to be like, okay, I can use this auto tune mm-hmm. and like weary sounds to depict emotion without like sound like I'm, I'm weak. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, exactly. So I think he still has that power, like that power to impact the world, but it's just shifted from maybe music to like other parts of his life. 
yeah that's kind of how i've interpreted than it is yeah that's a good like he because he with fashion like he's got now this is like a whole other conversation in and of itself but (laughs) by marrying into the kardashian family and like that's having them wear his stuff and like wearing stuff like that like they've completely shifted how streetwear is viewed and like how yeah, it's popularity. It, it, it helped the sneaker generation exactly have a like different i guess platform if that makes sense mm-hmm. i don't even get it's i don't really- even deal in those in those sneakers like i'm i'm too cheap and also just like i couldn't <laughs> imagine wearing that expensive of a shoe on my foot like yeah but like i get it like it's it's it's, it's huge and I would love and to like, wear them. They're all really cool, but like I just yeah, don't. I can't justify it. Like it's just, I'll take my sixty dollars Nikes. Like <laughs> I, I can't know. say anything. I did buy one pair one time. See, I, I but I don't blame you for that. Like they're cool as shit. Like I love them too much. But we're just they, one. I stop after that. At fine. My my fun. We don't judge here on this show. This is a judge free <laughs> show. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I think it's a really good question to put, or at least a really interesting question to think about like how yeah. his music is going to be viewed in the future when people don't really have that real time like view into his life and like what's going on and what he's doing for sure so yeah i don't I, that's an interesting question it's hard to hard to answer but it's a good yeah, thought i don't even i don't even know if i can i mean we're not 10 years old so yeah you want to get into some some music or some positives about the the poor man, right? I mean, not that he's taking oh, any more criticism. Sure. But I think life's a podcast is me like the last, the tipping point for him. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so let's let's podcast. give him some uh some props. Um, okay. yeah. Do you want the floor first? Because I have if I have like I have three songs I want to talk about, but like I have okay. um I don't know a few um, things. So if you want to if you want to take the floor, it's all you. But we'll sure. go back and forth. I, it. I do want to um come clean because you were going on that rant about Jesus but personally Jesus is like actually one of my no one I of my okay that's the albums. thing I, lo- I like Jesus like I do like a lot of songs on yeah. that but it's just weird like it's hard yeah, for me to like it, it has its place in my life to mm-hmm. listen to but like I gotta I be in a certain it. mood for it like I love you yeah. like, so no I'm not knocking you I love all of his music but like you were roasting it. it, and I was just I'm like, "I'm sorry." Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> freeze. It's a judge freeze. Right Rose freeze podcast. Come on in. But yeah, I, constructive I think criticism. It's, it's constructive. Yeah, um, I think it's such. It's one of those albums that literally has. I can put it on the first song and just play it all the way through, and like I listen to that on road trips to this day, like every time, and I listen to it all the way through, and I never have to skip a song because I love them all. Um, I, I'll admit, like, sometimes I don't read too much into his songs just because I'm like, okay, it's just <laughs> not even really worth it for me. It'll yeah. just take away from my enjoyment. So I do agree with you on, like, some songs, like, I Am a God. It's just a little bit too much. But, um, but like, Blood on the Leaves, that song. Incredible. Like, One of the best. Yeah. I used to work out to that song. I think that was my walk-up song for a few games in high school. Oh, like, really? Yeah. At, like, eerie, like uh intro the song and then like the yeah. the, the drum oh it was a mm-hmm. great song like, oh that was so a real, awesome. when i heard that song that was like a a little bit of a shift for my life you know it's just like it just mm-hmm. made me think about music in a totally different way that's yeah, i'm, cheap, I'm in like, it as as weird as it is great yeah, song too great song. it's fun, it's I weird think, as hell but like it's good yeah it's all just really weird 
but I love it's it. creative it's as hell and his like lyricism on the on this album is like mm-hmm. it's like holy yeah. crap <laughs> and I mean like after listening to my beautiful dark twisted fan- fantasy like it's completely different but it's like sure. great in its own way if to Definitely. me at least and I don't know I just think on site the, the introductory song is like arguably one of the best intro songs to any album in my opinion but yeah i really love that so that's my input i just had to put that out there i like that no Jesus is like a thing that i think if it it's going to need a second chance i think Uh always like i think it was it'd be very hard for you to pick up on Jesus, and then after the first listen be like yes i liked that as a grand thing but mm-hmm. like second time around, it's like, hmm, this kind of, yeah. I like this in some way. Buckskinhead, you didn't mention that great song as well. I think it's oh the best God. song off the album. Like, yeah. And it is the most famous, but, and it is a little yeah. bit easy to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact my music teacher right now actually helped produce that music video. So, really? Right when I heard that, I was like instantly in love with it. Oh, him. yeah. I, don't but, I mean, um, yeah, your personal connection with that. That's cool. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, like with Jesus, I kind of got, I never heard the whole album before I heard, well, let me rephrase out. I listened to Blood on the Leaves first and I was like, wow, this yep. is a really great song. And then you kind of like get into the album. So that was why I have such a deep love for it, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, that was just my defense. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm <laughs> not a defense. I like it. I just think it. It was like when the pendulum sw- uh, shifted mm-hmm. with him. That's when the clothing yes. started, and and yeah, I do. Saw, I do and agree. social media got heightened, and like mm-hmm. oh, for sure, Kanye just yeah. had even more of a platform than he needed. I think, and that's when mm-hmm. he kind of just we were all more in on his life. Um, yeah. So, like I've said, and and critics have said, um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is my personal favorite of his. Um, mm-hmm. It's the it's the album where. I love listening all the way through it, like in the oh, order yeah. that's placed. Um, it is to me like one of the craziest albums. But um, besides like all the ones that I think a lot of people know, like Runaway, mm-hmm. very underrated song. And that's why I really appreciate Kanye's like his ability to kind of create music that doesn't really fit his MO, which also, by the mm-hmm. way, I wanted to ask you're so artists like Kanye West or big artists who I think who have the platform and the ability to create a song that might rub their the true fans or like the original sound the wrong way so like a runaway as as beautiful as runaway is I don't think anyone criticizes it mm-hmm. like what's your where like I think it's so funny I just thought, I, don't even, I mean I'd like to just get your opinion on this but like for me personally whenever I hear something new of a band that released something that's kind of way out in left field of their mm-hmm. original sound. If I like, depending on how much I like that band is normally how much I still like that song. Like here's a, here's a great example. Okay. If you um, heard the, uh, the single people by the 1975 that came out in August. I don't know if yes. you've heard it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who haven't 1975 is a, it's a pop uh, British band, poppy mm-hmm. alternative. Um, very radio friendly. This song "People" is like this grungy kind of emo metal song, and it's very in your face and it's it's fucking intense, right? Mm-hmm. 
I remember the first time hearing it, <laughs> just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now I love this song because I love yeah. the 1975. And I'm almost for damn sure that I wouldn't like the song if I heard it and I knew it was by someone else and or if it sounded like it came from a different band. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think that's kind of the issue, but also like the that's where the ability of like loving an artist and like where I think it's hard to debate like who's better or who's worse or who's not good and who's good because like people just develop like stories and like personal attachments to bands and like that's why they love that's they love the band for more than just the music themselves and it's that's what that's me with Kanye is like yeah Jesus King is not my thing but like I'm I'm still like yeah it's Kanye like I I, I like it like it's it's cool like what I listen to that like I don't listen to Christian rap but like yeah, <laughs> Jesus is king. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give him the yeah. benefit of that doubt. I don't know. Like, do you, have you ever found yourself being like, in retrospect, being like, that song? I wouldn't like. I don't know. I feel like that's a. It's a very. It's a personal thing, unfortunately, and that's where like bias mm. just comes in. I. It's interesting because I feel like I do that for other bands, but or artists, but with Kanye, I've always, even though I'm a huge fan, like there's like the watch the throne album i never it's one of my least favorite i don't like really almost any of the songs and i and i i mean like jesus king i don't really listen to it at all Mm -hmm. ever since it came out i get excited for the releases and like i'm supportive but like i don't know i guess i've always just i guess i just don't really take him too seriously so if they i know he's like trying to troll us or if he you know if there's a song i don't like then i'm not gonna listen to it because like i already love so much of his other stuff and he has so much yeah oh definitely yeah we're spoiled at this point yeah so i don't know i just think it i I think like the personal attachment and like where you hold them Mm -hmm. is like where you that um like the leeway is as far as like how much you'll let them kind of like do some whack Mm -hmm. shit that makes sense yeah I do think, yeah, he does have like a much. It's a total. It's a totally a big thing, and it depends on any artist with anyone who likes music. Like it, it's. Yeah. Um, like there's, I don't know if you. Uh, here's a great example. Um, Playboy Cardi's like new voice or whatever the fuck you want to yeah, call the it. Baby I don't know if you, voice. Yeah. <laughs> like um, I like old Playboy Playboy Cardi, not this mm-hmm. new shit because I don't like him that much. Now there, I'm yeah. sure there are tons of people who like Playboy Cardi is their number mm-hmm. one rapper. So they're gonna support you know, him in the no big picture. What. That that that's that sound is it's mm-hmm. being crushed critically. And I'm not saying like the critics are the right ones, but like it's not it. But like yeah. they like it because they like Playboy Cardi, and that, or you know maybe they like the baby voice for all yeah. I know. But like I can't even understand what the guy's saying. So I think that's like I don't know. It's a perfect yeah. example. I think of just like how much do you like the artist, and how much are you gonna let them bend it to where they can do crazy yeah. shit. I think that can also bleed into like not even people's new music, but like their personal lives. So like, yeah, are you still gonna love? I don't know why this isn't a musician, but like Woody Allen mm-hmm. came out that he's like a, kind of a pedophile, but like he's still putting out new movies and people are still, you know, raving yeah, about them or crazy because he's a, got great movies in the past. Definitely. Um, so like. And, you know, like, there's all the people that talk about how Mozart was whatever. I don't even yeah. know. I don't know yeah. the drama with You got to be crazy, I think, to, like, be one of the, the best in a way. 
Yeah. So it's hard in the music industry to like, how much do you separate the artists from themselves and like their mistakes? Like, there's a whole cancel culture now where people cancel artists or actors, whatever, just because they did something in their past. And so, yeah, I think when you love someone, it's harder for you to let go of their, like, that support for them. Even Definitely. if they change their change their sound or something comes up about them, um, mm-hmm. that's kind of a random thought. Yeah, I, know. I, I thought about that the other day. I was just like, how how much would I let Kanye go off the wall before yeah. I was like, no, exactly. I'm good on him. Any like, I don't know. Um, There's only so much you can ignore, you know. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it's very true, especially with him. Um, <laughs> so with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, like I was saying before we got off on that wonderful tangent, actually. My, right. my <laughs> no, it was really good. Um, okay. <laughs> I think some of the, the, I, why the album is so good is the, the non hits are mm-hmm. just as deep and just as good in my opinion. Yeah. And that's why I have like such a, like, I think everything on the album has that's its true. place for a reason. And oh, yeah. I think, like I admire, I'm in. I'm in no way a wordsmith. I'm sure I've fucked up grammatical thing. I fucked up something grammatically when publishing an episode. I I did like an apostrophe s instead of uh, just an s. Like I, I'm I'm an English major, mind you. So like, I I don't know what I'm doing. But like I appreciate a wordsmith like Kanye, and you have to give him credit for that. If you like him or not, oh, the guy sure. can he can write a very good lyric, yes. and I really appreciate his double and sometimes triple entendre where he like he is the king of just meanings and um like i think you mentioned earlier in the show like um adding in current things that are in the present surrounding Mm -hmm. an album or a song into the song like i said lyrically and so with with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for those of you hadn't haven't heard it the opening song, uh, Dark Fantasy, I don't know if you're like crazy familiar with it, Anna. Um, like I just have a huge appreciation for um, it because okay. I guess you have to, you know, it helps to understand the, um, I guess, time period and, and what Kanye was going through. So this is like right after the I'm going to let you finish thing with Taylor Swift. Like we said, um, his mom and his mom died and his engagement got called off um, right before 808s was released. So yeah. like two years yeah. before this album and uh, Kanye, like uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find the actual, I'll see if I can find the audio bit of um, there's an interview. I can't remember who it was with, but um, he like broke down on live TV on like one of those late night talk shows after the, the Taylor Swift thing and was like, I need mm-hmm. to like re Cause like, oh yeah, he was asked, "What did your mother think of that outburst?" Yeah, and he mm-hmm. loves his mom, and he he just like lost his shit. And let me ask something. I was fortunate enough to meet your mom and talk with your mom a number of years ago. Uh, what do you think she would have said about this? Um, Would she be disappointed in this? Would she give you a lecture? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, I I deal with hurt, and you know, 
so many, you know, celebrities, they never take the time off. And I, I've never taken the time off to really, you know, I just music after music and tour right. after tour and tour. And I, I just ashamed that my hurt caused, you know, someone else's hurt. My, my dream of what award shows were supposed to be caused, you know, and it, I don't try to justify it because I was just in the wrong. That's, that's period. But I need to, after this, take some time off and just analyze how I'm going to, you know, make it through the, the rest of this life, how I'm going to improve. And because I am a celebrity and that's something I have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so like this, this album, I don't know if you know this or not, Anna, but like he, he went to Hawaii to record this and yeah. um, booked the studio he indefinitely and like kind of confided himself into, into making sure that this album would be so good. And um, yeah. I don't know. I think it, it's, a... yeah, Pretty it's much. this album I think is like this, it, the grand theme of it is just this, it's it's a narcissistic yet also outcry for help um, in both ways. And and there's songs that kind of shift back and forth um, and also like an insight onto his onto his life and kind of his what he deals with. So dark fantasy mm -hmm. in short, um, there's a there's a beginning narrative uh, right in the very beginning of the song. It's Nicki Minaj. And I think it's crazy. Like Nicki Minaj was like not big before this album. Not and huge, like the, yeah. Her verse on Monster and then like her album whatever it was called, it was released after the fact. Um, uh, actually, de but, this yeah. album delayed the release date of her album. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, anyways, it's her reading an alternate narrative of... Okay. What song is it? Shit. I think it's a Cinderella. And it's essentially... I think it's... I don't know. The first two lines, uh, it's her saying in like this like kind of odd cockney accent uh she's saying you might think you've peeped the scene you haven't the real one is far too mean the watering down the one you know was made up centuries ago and i don't know i i find that just very well it is obviously very poetic and you could look into it and beat a drum yeah. in a billion different ways like it's i don't know i think it's like a a, a thing of like all right get ready this kanye shit yeah. show is about to come and kind of tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm I don't know. I, I and then like, the very ending of their thing before this like grand piano comes in is, um, yes, it's awful, blasted, boring, twisted fiction, sick addiction. We'll gather around children, zip it, listen, and then all of a sudden it's like this grand piano, and oh, it's so amazing. Um, so it, it's this, it's almost like this little announcement. I know I appreciate that, yeah. but um, yeah, the the some I mean just uh. Like there, there's one line in this song that I love so much. Like him lyrically is so, he's so awesome. Uh, look, look like, look like a fat booty Celine Dion. Sex is on fire. I'm the king of Leon a Lewis. And so like, there's so many pop cultural references in this. Yeah. But like, I love the line of like, sex is on fire. I'm the king of Leon a Lewis. And so obviously the song Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. There's a reference to that right there. But Liana Lewis is like this British singer. And so he, he, if you listen to it, he says like Liana Lewis, like he, it's like mm -hmm. this weird kind of awkward thing that he yeah, does. And I don't know, like stuff like that is just, I, I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think dark fantasy is like a, a great intro to, oh, yeah. um, there's also, there's one about like, uh, hold on. I can't find it. Anyways, uh, and then the second song that I don't think gets enough credit for how 
just crazy lyrically the song is is actually the next song uh, that I want to talk about oh. real quick. Uh, okay. Gorgeous with uh, it's, uh, Kid Cudi and Raekwon and I I do I like how it's a it's a very you know it's a very Kid Cudi esque song like the the guitar and not much else mm-hmm. and um, Kanye's got kind of like a a muffled tone to him and. Um, I think I read somewhere that like he recorded it on like pretty cheap recording equipment and I think might have used like the laptop's mic itself on purpose in order to get that sound. Don't quote me on that. Oh, interesting. Um and uh yeah, some of the some of his lyrics on the song are just like <laughs> so underappreciated and I think it's just like so awesome. So his first line, um it's all the whole song itself. The kind of the theme, I guess, is like, um, I guess, social issues with like um, with the black yeah. race and and I guess kind of addressing all of that politically, but in like a very creative way. Um, so there's one line that says, uh, "All of them fallen for the love of ballin'. Uh, get caught with thirty rocks. The cop look like Alec Baldwin. Like a reference, yeah. to, you know, a reference to like thirty rocks being like." crack rocks but also alec baldwin is the you know in 30 rock like that's just yeah so awesome right there um it's such a detail-oriented oh my gosh yeah and then there's the next two two lines later it's based off the way we was we was branded face it jerome get more time than brandon like that's just (laughs) at and at the airport they check all through my bag and tell me that it's random um it's just, it's just so, um, like, and then like to finish out his verse, he's like, I treat the cash the way the government treats AIDS. I won't be satisfied to all my N words. Get it, get it. Like, that's what he, like, it's just so like creative and kind of just like a, a fuck you type delivery, yeah. but also just like, um, lyrically, I think just like incredible. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing is like, not only are the, um, the hits so good, um, like all the lights power is a great one as well. Mm-hmm. But I think when you like take a deeper dive into the other songs that maybe aren't as like catchy, lyrically yeah. they're just as good, if not better in my opinion. And mm-hmm. um, another quick thing I'll mention before I'll let you say one thing on hell of a life. Um, Love that. Such an underrated song. So like there's the mention of like one day I'm going to marry a porn star. Like got married yeah. to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> like a, few years later hilarious in and of itself ironic isn't it but the whole song itself is like him dealing with his like pornography issues that i think he's like been openly like vulnerable about which is like i think Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool the end of the song which i don't think is i guess obviously not heard enough because it's like this long drowned out essentially the sound it's like this sound of like a, a female moaning and at the end it cuts in of like this, like it's like this auto-tuned-esque moan and it's him like breathing deeply. Yeah, it's like, a little and heavy. <laughs> and it's, it's, un- it's uncomfortable because it's like this, essentially this audio of him like looking at pornography. And it's like, after all of what he just said, it's just so, I don't know, like I, I find it just like, it's eerie, but also like it's cool as shit. Like it's just like, yeah. oh, like he went through that many lengths and hoops to just like... <laughs> really make sure we knew what was going on like it's it's yeah. i don't know it's an immersive experience <laughs> yeah i tend to skip to the skip to the next song once that comes on but um yeah it's 
it kind of makes me think like maybe that's why he's so arrogant and like cocky is maybe because he puts so many he kind of like essentially is writing about hit like yeah he's very history book into his yeah. albums in that's a, way. a dangerous thing to do mm-hmm. unfortunately like, um, in this world yeah so i don't know he's a really crazy person but crazy talented as well so it's it's again just a he's just a weird dude he's really hard to pin down you know i don't know yeah kill of live it's it's so great but then you listen to the lyrics and you're just like oh i feel kind of dirty um but you have any other Kanye tidbit I have I have two more big things that I want to point out lyrically then I don't have much else but what else you got Um, do you have anything I mean lost in the world and Mm -hmm. that song that transitions to the last song who will yeah who will sovereign America yeah yeah which that song isn't really technically a song it's kind of just like a mix um yep but like it's just such a cool like the whole album is just it's crazy how he set it up. I totally agree with you with how you can listen to it all and just be in love with every song and like where it is in the album. Yep. Um, it's, oh, it fits so well. He, you can just tell how much time he spent thinking about every single thing. All the features are awesome. Um, oh my gosh, so good. And then he's got like little fun things like the all of the lights interlude where it's just kind of a cello mm-hmm. piece leading in perfectly into all of the lights. It's just such a crazy cool album. So fun, but yeah, it's got some really moments. I just love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great album. You could go on for ever about for sure. One album, but um, yeah. One other, one other note I forgot to mention about gorgeous. Gorgeous is I think my favorite song off this album. Um, really just because i think like lyrically he just he kicks ass so there's one that i think might have might go over some people's heads um on the second verse i i i I love this so much like it's it's so creative and and just awesome because i think it ties back to like kanye is a very sensitive guy like he takes kind of things personally um and like there's a whole meme of like he just doesn't have much of a sense of humor and Mm -hmm. he never smiles never yeah there's a um. He he rhymes so essentially he there's this part in the song where he says um ready for the world's game this is my Olympics we make him say ho because the game's so pimpish choke a South Park writer with a fish stick um <laughs> I don't do do you know the 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 story that goes with South Park and and Kanye and and fish sticks. Cause it's this I, like it makes it like it makes whenever I hear this line now I had to look I looked this up like two years ago I think and so after a while it was just like what what man like why is he going after South Park like I don't know yeah didn't does it ring a bell why don't you explain because I don't want to I I think I know like deep in my memory it's in there <laughs> so it's it's actually like it's out. it's an it's an attack on Kanye that South Park did I guess before this album. And um, they wrote a, a, a bit where Cartman, I think, I, don't, I never watched the show. I don't really watch the show, but um, Cartman essentially mm-hmm. says, hey, to someone, he's like, hey, do you like fish sticks? Um, and the guy's like, yeah. Do you like fish sticks in your mouth? And the guy's like, yeah. Then I guess that means you're, you're gay for fish. And, <laughs> you know, the way he was saying it was like fish dicks, fish right? Dicks. Yeah. Like fish okay. penis. 
and um i in the show the episode itself it gets to kanye and he's like he's like yeah like i'm i'm not i'm not gay like what, what are you talking about like <laughs> i guess that makes you a gay fish is like the punchline and so it's like all about like kanye being like, i'm not a gay fish like i like he's like you know yeah all defensive i guess about. uh he yeah he's all defensive because he just doesn't get the joke in the show yeah. he's like oh fish dicks yeah i love fish dicks like <laughs> and uh at the end i think he ends up like fucking a fish on the show which is like <laughs> fucking hilarious so like he writes this line like about choking a south park writer with a fish stick say eric do you like fish sticks yeah you like putting fish sticks in your mouth yeah well what are you eric a gay fish fish dicks oh dude that's funny as shit like that like in and of itself is like fucking awesome that he was just yeah. able to just somehow fit that in rhyming wise and also just like address something that's like a well, <laughs> I guess was a well known thing back then. Um, yeah, too young to watch South Park, but like I appreciate that so much. Like that to me is just like a one writing right there. Like so funny and yeah, just so creative. You could just go into the like line by line and. It's just so crazy to listen to his music because every time I feel like you might pick something up that's new. Yeah, it's I'm, it's crazy. When I'm listening to his old albums, you know, you find a little hidden gem in each song. Yeah, and speaking of, I um, I I wanted to make sure you heard the the song, uh, the song "Through the Wire" off uh, his first album, "College Dropout," right? Yeah. Like his breakthrough. Um, yeah, song. the break the breakthrough song, and I don't know if you know this or not, but his mouth he says it in the song but it can be sometimes hard for people to pick up on lyrics mm -hmm. so i'll assume and say that you know this but his mouth was actually wired shut as he sang and rapped the song yeah. and um that in and of itself is so cool like that is so he he got in a car accident um right before this fell asleep at the wheel um mm -hmm. and i don't know i i find that just like really yeah it's eerie, and as soon as he like says it in the song, it's like oh, I got my mouth wide shut. Like he sounds weird. Yeah, it's kind and of muffled because he's. It's like it's it. it's scary in a way. Like it's like oh, that's why you sound strange. <laughs> oh, um, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you. Yeah. And so the Kanye is like the king of of sampling, and uh, mm -hmm. the the song that he uses like for the through the wire, it's like an album of the Chipmunks high pitch thing. <laughs> um, is a it's a Chaka Khan through the fire uh sample. Mm -hmm. Um two things about Chaka Khan. One, did you see um I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy with my family, which goes to show how much quarantine's been enjoyable oh. for me. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> like four days ago, it kind of went viral on Twitter. Um a girl answered on Jeopardy uh with the answer Chaka Khan when it was the question was like who was the leader of this tribe that did had this mask in 18 something like this, you know, African tribe yeah, yeah. and it was like Shaka Zulu. I'll find, I'll have to find the clip. And she's like, who is Shaka Khan? And, and as soon as she says it, she's like, fuck. Like she realized that she said here as on each September 24th, Zulu celebrate a holiday that was named in honor of this warrior leader of the early 1800s. Sarah. Who is Shaka Khan? <laughs> Nope. Matt. Who is Shaka Zulu? Shaka Zulu. <laughs> Wasn't he like a singer in the eighties or something? Yeah, she, she was she was like this like she was like this R and B pop singer. And then 
so that was so funny to me just because like that's that's hilarious like that she like yeah <laughs> it's like 18 they, they literally said a date in there like you know i don't want to yeah. knock this girl but still shaka khan has stated around my house way too much her name at least mm-hmm. i don't know if you've seen the movie the wedding singer with I, adam sandler okay um, I do know what you're talking about with like dream yeah. yeah. Okay. And essentially, yeah, Adam Sandler's like a, a wedding singer. It's it's another dumb Adam Sandler movie. Um, <laughs> there's a part in the movie where they're, they're he's watching another um, wedding singing act, and there's what do they sing? Shit, I looked it up before the show. Um, they're singing the song, and at the end of the song, um, my it's John Loftus, the actor. Um, he's singing the song "Ladies Night." And as, after he sings it, he's like, it's ladies night. And like the the drums clap or whatever. And all of a sudden he just yells, Shaka Khan. Like he yells Shaka Khan for some reason. Yes, it's ladies night over night. Shaka Khan. Thank you. This is Jimmy Morrison. And my father yells that like Shaka Khan pretty much every day. Like. <laughs> for, for no reason just just like how it is in the movie where he just kind of yells it you're just like what the hell like why did he yell shaka khan <laughs> my dad yells that so goddamn much for no reason like he'll wake up and like hey dad shaka khan i'm just like what the fuck so i'm to say i won't lie so when yeah I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm this, I'm this is all this whole goal of the show is, is just implementing shaka khan into people's vocabulary shaka um but yeah so through the wire has just like this underlying meaning just going deeper and deeper of shaka khan notes in it <laughs> so every time i hear the song now i'm just like god damn it like fucking shaka khan man like <laughs> it's everywhere i'm scarred yeah. by her now <laughs> um but yeah i just i oh my god it kills me because it's such a great song and such like a dark song in a way but like also like it it's so funny to me knowing that it's a shaka khan sample <laughs> Like when something awful is happening, but you just can't help but laugh. Yeah, it's because you're just uncomfortable. Here, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna send you right That's, now the 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 Shaka Khan thing, so you can be you two can be scarred. Uh, I'll put the I'll put the clip <laughs> in the show uh, right here for it. But oh my god, yeah, it's it's so it's just so dumb and yeah, Shaka <laughs> Khan. But uh. Yeah, I feel like that's what I would do if I were on Jeopardy. I would get to yeah, just something kind of close, but also not at all. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I wouldn't. Have, I would have said Shaka Khan too, probably. <laughs> I even somewhat knew the answer to that question. So she got one of the name of the two. It was Shaka Zulu, I think, was the name. Yeah. Oh, I can't hate on so her too funny. much. Because... But yeah, that is that's unfortunate. Poor girl. But um. Yeah, you got anything else you want to share? I got all my Kanye stuff off. I mean, there's so much you could talk about. Like we, like we've been saying, we've been beating a dead horse on that. But um, no, I, I mean, I could talk forever, but maybe we'll save the people, save the people yeah, for the next Sunday. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, we'll we'll wrap things up then. Um. Yeah, good to have you on. This was good. This was like I've been wanting to talk about some other music and Kanye as well, and I couldn't think of someone else who I'd rather talk about it with. My Kanye girl. Uh, sorry, oh, I ditched. Yeah. Sorry, I ditched you on that the movie date. 
Yeah, I'm a little, I'm is, still a little hurt, but it's okay. This I'm made sorry. up for it. You heard it yeah, first. I blew it. <laughs> Kanye Power Hour. I really enjoyed it. I'm always down to talk about Kanye. Yeah, um, we'll, uh, we'll have to get you back on. We'll talk some more crazy yeah. stuff. Hopefully, there's some some crazy shit. I'm sure there will be something. There's definitely maybe the murder hornets will get us and yeah, we can probably. I'm sure. Yeah, it's gonna uh, wrap things up. Anna, thank you for coming on. It's been been lovely to have you. Love to see you as well, even though it's um, not in person. I know. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor and a blessing. Great to see you too. All right, this has uh, been Life's a Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.